The Vegas Golden Knights earned four of a possible four points in a tough back-to-back scenario. And we take a look at the week ahead for the Vegas Golden Knights on today's Locked On VGK. Your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, good morning, everybody. The intro was a bit sleepy, kind of like the Golden Knights yesterday for a period and a half against the San Jose Sharks. Good morning, Chris Golick. I am solo today. Tony Cordasco is out on assignment doing something for somebody for some unimportant re. I don't know. Tony's not here today, so you're going to have to deal with me. Today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper. Sleeper is our number one choice for daily fantasy sports and especially daily fantasy hockey because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in daily fantasy contests. All right, everybody. So we're going to start with Saturday's game against the Dallas Stars. Now, if you looked at my YouTube short that I uploaded about a half hour after the game ended, I was grumpy. I actually went out to my wife before I started. I said, hey, I need a word like with G that's kind of negative. I came up with Grinch, Gallic the Grinch. Only someone like Tony, no, only someone like me can find a way to not be impressed by a 6-1 to Golden Knights victory, a 6-1 to Golden Knights victory against last year's Western Conference runner-up. Now, listen, it's a 6-1 to game. That's a good thing. You have to win the games on the schedule. We're not going to take anything away from the Golden Knights and their effort. The reason that the game didn't necessarily impress me a whole lot is because of the circumstances, not excuses, the circumstances behind the scheduling for the Dallas Stars. So the Golden Knights are on the dad's trip, right? Everything is going well. Golden Knights have a little bit of time in Dallas while the Stars are wrapped, or excuse me, yeah, while the Stars are wrapping up their East Coast road trip. They played Thursday night in Washington, had to travel back for a Saturday matinee. I know Tony has a word for scheduling circumstances like this. So as expected, the Stars had a very sleepy start. Chandler Stevenson starts the scoring. So nice to see Stevenson finally get on the board. Goals can be streaky. They can be fluky. It can be impossible to score, and then everything you throw at the net finds a way to score a little more on Stevenson's continued scoring in segment two. Uh, Zach Whitecloud got the game's next goal. Nice passing from Carrier and Wah. Whitecloud skates in, snipes one over the shoulder of Ottinger. And at that moment right there, you kind of felt like this game was going to be a rout, right? The Stars just didn't seem to have it. But then former Vegas Golden Knight Evgeny Dodonov, Golden Knight legend, alt, not ultimate misfit, but certainly a misfit for the Golden Knights in his own regard. They tried to trade him. They couldn't trade him, brought him back, and he actually had a nice finish as the Golden Knights tried to make that tough push to the playoffs in season number five. Mark Stone 
Potts the third goal of the period for the Golden Knights, and they would take a three to one lead to intermission. Uh, Nick Waugh gets on the board in the second period. Dorofiev gets on the board in the third period. Paul Cotter gets on the board in the third period. I don't have the direct numbers in front of me, but the Golden Knights snapped a lot of personal scoring droughts. I believe Stevenson was around 20 games. Dorofiev, Cotter, and Nick Waugh were somewhere between, I think it was 17, 12, and nine games apiece somewhere in that window but nevertheless the golden knights would run away with this in a six to one fashion uh good week for the golden knights for scoring you look at the games against the blues they scored six goals against the blues on wednesday monday was weird right the golden knights had 20 high danger chances to the blues five yet jordan bennington just was an absolute wall in the net so back to the golden knights game on saturday against the stars right tough situation for the stars very tough situation uh mike abadio mike abadio missed the game for personal reasons trying to figure out exactly what was going on there and then uh on the interwebs uh started to circulate that he was uh, a father i don't know if this is his first tour of duty as being a father i don't know if he's got multiple kids or not but um congrats to mike abadio better you than me I've already got two. That's that's plenty. I'm, I'm good with that. I'm good with that. I'm good with that. You wonder what the Stars will have in store if the Golden Knights and Stars should wind up facing off down the line, right? Golden Knights did beat them. Golden Knights got all three games against the Stars this year. They swept it, right? Carry the one, do this, do that. Yes, the Golden Knights have earned six of a possible six points from the Dallas Stars. I hope I'm right. If not, I'll uh, I'll fake it till I make it. Um, so the Golden Knights handled one of the Western Conference's potential contenders to represent the West in the Stanley Cup Final. So everything seemed to be clicking nice and early in the week as the Golden Knights had victories, uh, not just against the Stars, but uh, against the Blues on Wednesday night. And then... Uh, Unfortunately, an overtime loss, but they still got a point Monday against the Blues. All right, coming up next, Golden Knights fans, we are going to recap Sunday's interesting game against the San Jose Sharks. Always something when these two teams meet. Always something when these two teams meet. So don't go away. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your, turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. 
Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit. Only available to U.S. customers. Tony said we had to do a little break between the ad reads, so perfect chance for me to get some coffee. All right, welcome back, Golden Knights fans. Thank you for checking out Locked On Vegas Golden Knights, your Monday through Friday podcast where you can see and hear us. And then Saturdays, we have the special Chris and Chris show that is YouTube only. So please make sure to like, subscribe, comments, everything you can do to help bring a little more exposure to the Locked On Vegas Golden Knights podcast all right we're going to shift gears everybody to sunday's victory against the san jose sharks this game actually impressed me a little bit more than the stars victory i'm waiting for the reaction i want you guys just breathe for a second i know everyone just started throwing stuff at the computer screen when i said I was more impressed by a game in which the Golden Knights coughed up a third period multi-goal lead to the lowly San Jose Sharks versus beating a Stanley Cup contender by five goals. How can that possibly be? All right, so the Golden Knights just played nine games across 16 days. I'll say that again, folks. Nine games across 16 days. In that stretch, the Golden Knights went five one and three uh a little more coming up on segment three the Golden Knights finally get a little time to breathe and get some practices this week but for now a very tight crunch in the schedule I asked Braden McNabb about uh if he liked the tighter games the games being a little sandwiched together if you can get into a groove McNabb thought it was a loaded question I think he thought I was trying to set him up to kind of uh take a shot at the end at the NHL scheduling and that wasn't the case at all it was an honest case of Hey, is it easier to get in a groove? Do you like just game after game after game or having a little time to relax? So I think uh, to summarize Braden McNabb's response, I think he likes a little more time between games to relax. Yuri Patera made his NHL debut for the 23-24 season. Patera did play two games for the Golden Knights last year and uh, remains undefeated as an NHL goaltender. All right, so you got the Sharks. It's Sunday night. Golden Knights got a couple couple wins together. They're scoring some goals, right? So the Golden Knights should find a way to run away with this one, right? No. Ferrero. Mario Ferrero. Probably Mario, but like Super Mario. That's what I'm going to call him. Ferrero finds a way to get the puck through traffic. Patera is unable to fight through a screen just 26 seconds into the game. And the Sharks had an early lead. Games against the Sharks, you never know what's going to happen. You never know. And this game certainly proved to be just that. Uh, the first goal came very early into the game, less than 30 seconds in. The game's next goal would not come until the beginning of the second period, where who else but Jonathan March or so uh, would get the Golden Knights uh, to level with the Sharks. So Ben Hutton was just trying to buy a little bit of time, I think. Hutton actually was kind of near the VGK net, rimmed the puck all the way around the boards. Didn't look like he was intending to find marches, so, but unfortunately for the Sharks, the Sharks' defenseman on the boards just did not 
have a really good effort to keep the puck in. And Marchessault immediately took off. I think you could possibly credit the long change for a little something here, just some additional space for Marchessault to work with. So Marchessault comes down on the two-on-one, and Marchessault is going to shoot that probably eight out of ten times. And Marchessault did find a a way to beat the San Jose Sharks goalie. And this goal was a very important goal. You want to know why? Because this Golden Knights goal meant that the Golden Knights outscored the Las Vegas Raiders on Sunday. All right? I want to know if there's a sports book out there that me and Chris Wynn were talking about this up uh, up in the press box. But I want to know if there was a prop out there. If you guys ever find this prop, I want to see it. For the Golden Knights to outscore the Raiders on a Sunday. So there you go, Golden Knights fans. And there you go, Raider fans. There you go, Raider fans. Imagine being a Vikings fan traveling. If you're not if you're not understanding the game I'm referring to, the Minnesota Raiders defeated the Las Vegas Raiders. Barn burner, edge of your seats, entertaining game, three to nothing Sunday at Allegiant, uh, just hours before the Golden Knights game. So March So's gold brings the game back to level. And at that point, you kind of feel the Golden Knights might be able to get something going. Chandler Stevenson. Chandler Stevenson gets his second goal in as many games on the power play. Now, we're going to talk about this goal for a second here. Stevenson used his foot to deflect the puck towards the goal and ultimately scored the goal. So this is where the NHL has made some changes to rules involving using your feet to score goals. So follow me here. This is the skate blade, all right? This is the skate blade on the ice right here. A kicking motion is determined when your blade leaves the ice to make contact with the puck. So picture like you're a soccer player and you're kicking the ball, you're following through. Your foot's going to do this. Your skate blade's going to be facing up. If you use the instep or the outside of your skates, same thing. If the blade stays on the ice and you're turning like this, you're fine. Once that blade goes up, for those of you guys that are on um, on audio, you're missing just an incredible graphic of my hand swinging up and back like a pendulum to show you what a kicking motion is so long story short the easiest way to define a distinct kicking motion in the nhl is when the blade of the skate leaves the ice chandler stevenson actually kept his skate blade on the ice and just kind of turned it a little bit almost creating like uh like a bumper scenario or a wall i don't know what they call it in, in, in when you're shooting pool but basically used his foot to angle the puck to the nets. And there was a good goal by Stevenson. They took a second to look at it. It wasn't reviewed necessarily. It wasn't a challenge situation, but they did take a few extra seconds just to make sure everything was good with the goal. So I said uh, during the first segment, guys, goal scoring can be fluky. Stevenson's got two goals, one of which uh, courtesy of his foot. So Golden Knights took a 2-1 to lead into the third period. This is kind of strange. So going back to the first period of this game, the concern with the Golden Knights being on the tail of a back-to-back. Teams, when they are on the back-to-back, usually have a little pep in their step early, but then as the game goes on, fatigue kind of sets in. Whereas when a team is waiting for you, and the San Jose Sharks, usually they're going to start a little slow, and then they're going to kind of find their game as things go on. Well, this game was kind of a little bit the opposite. So Braden McNabb gives the Golden Knights a 3-1 to one lead, and McNabb really doesn't get enough credit for his scoring ability. 
when McNabb gets in tight, we've seen him score some goals where he snipes the corner. He has good patience and waits a goalie out and just kind of skates the puck right into an empty net. So, I mean, McNabb, obviously, his number one focus is going to be on defense, of course. But when McNabb gets these opportunities, he knows what to do with them. Uh, Eichel finds him just from across the ice. McNabb finds a soft place where no one is in front of him. And uh, McNabb uh, sniped it into the right corner. Golden Knights got a 3-1 to lead, right? This is where, okay, this is the game that Golden Knights fans expected. Maybe they have Golden Knights run away with it, you know, win this game five to one, four to one, that type of, you know, that type of outcome. Not necessarily. So Mike Hoffman of the San Jose Sharks scored a power play goal. This was just a weird goal. Hoffman was pretty much behind the net, just sends the puck to the middle, bounces off Korzak's foot and in. What are you gonna do? It it happens. There's nothing Patera can hang his head on. Hang his, hang his, he can't be negative about that. That's probably a better way to say that. So, okay, we got a three to two game. Fine, whatever. Is there going to be one of these crazy Golden Knights Sharks finishes? Marchessault scores again. Great pass from Chandler Stevenson. Marchessault's second goal of the game. Stevenson's second points of the game. Stevenson sends the puck right to the slot where Marchessault, uh, Kids, go to the dirty areas in front of the net. Go to the front of the net. Good things happen. A little uh, Eddie Olchek quote right there. Get to the front of the net. Great things, not good things. Great things can happen. March so has a stick down, right place, right time. Beats the Sharks' coverage. Now you got a four to two victory or a four to two lead. Now this game is over. Right. This is the moment when I start packing up all of my my uh, writing supplies, if you will, and I head downstairs to the media room so I can get the finishing touches on my story, get ready for the player interviews. So I get downstairs. There's like, I don't know, five minutes left in the game. Just kind of watching, getting set up. And then all of a sudden, Kalen Addison scores a goal for the San Jose Sharks. Now we got a 4-3 game, right? Okay, fine, whatever. We're, you know, this isn't going to happen, right? The Golden Knights are not going to cough up this lead. They are not going to cough up this lead. Mike Hoffman scores with about 40 seconds left, and the Golden Knights coughed up the lead. Coach Cassidy credited a blown coverage. I haven't watched the – I haven't found it yet, but Coach Cassidy did credit a blown coverage with with the Sharks' late game-tying goal. So – what are you going to do? I mean, the game goes to overtime. That's the good thing. So at least the Golden Knights are guaranteed a point, right? A four-game week, the game going to overtime assured the Golden Knights six points of a possible eight. So look at things from that perspective. Even before we talk about the overtime and shootout outcome, if the Golden Knights would have lost this game, it would not have been the end of the world when you take an all-in perspective. I will tell you right now, there is not a team in the NHL that come December the 11th, any time in no, November, December, what month is November, any month, uh, November, December, January, even into February, any team in the NHL will take a six-point week when there's eight points on the line. So overtime, Golden Knights got the puck on the right guy's stick, Jack Eichel, Eichel had a pretty good breakaway all alone. 
he's been trying to pull this five hole move off a lot lately and it hasn't been working and i'm not saying jack eichel's not doing a good job finishing or anything like that but you know eichel he we'll talk about his comments and about over about the shootout in a little bit here but you know, maybe Eichel should consider, you know, something different than trying to go five hole on every one of these breakaways. But hey, what are you going to do? Um, the overtime didn't see a lot of excitement. There was a few times when I was kind of sitting there a little pissed off in the media room watching the overtime, watching the Sharks just, I mean, the Sharks went full beer league in, or maybe more ro roller hockey in the overtime. They passed it back to their goalie once from their own blue line. That was the one play that tilted me. This is why the NHL is looking into finding ways to get more flow in overtime, not allowing teams to take the puck willingly outside of the blue line or outside of the red line. So I really hope the NHL can figure something out because you have three-on-three, three, best on best. You should see an exciting overtime. It should be up and back. A goal should be scored many more times than it shouldn't be um, in the overtime. So... Not a whole lot happens in the overtime. Go to the shootout. Patera uh, winds up making all three saves. No, two saves. Patera winds up making two saves, and Eichel and Marcheseau are the goal scorers. So there you go, Golden Knight fans. Seven points of a possible eight points. Four-game week, two road games, a back-to-back. -back. Excellent week for the Vegas Golden Knights. Mark Stone mentioned about two, three weeks ago that if the Golden Knights get through this tough stretch, they're going to be okay. Well, I think this tough stretch basically started about 16 days and nine, day, nine games ago. Five, one, and three. Nine games, 16 days. I'm going to keep pounding that home for a second because I know a lot of Golden Knight fans, they didn't like the Sharks coming back in that game, getting a little bit closer. But the reality is it's an 82-game season. Uh, Coach Cassidy, I did ask him what it was like being on both sides of the coin. So hear me out here. San Jose Sharks have been in Vegas since Friday, getting some time to decompress or maybe get in trouble, whatever it is that – NHL players do when they have that extra night to hang out in Vegas. The Golden Knights were the San Jose Sharks. Not that they're the San Jose Sharks, but they were the San Jose Sharks Saturday as they awaited the Dallas Stars to finish up their road trip. Golden Knights had a couple, you know, had a little extra time in Dallas before that game. And Coach Cassidy, he started his response by saying, you have to make sure not to overanalyze wins or losses in these types of situations. Stop it right there. Stop it right there. That validates my perspective about Saturday's game against the Dallas Stars. Yes, the Golden Knights beat the Stars 6-1. to one. We've said this a few times. We completely understand this. But the Stars had fatigue. They were jet-lagged. They were kind of everything that the Golden Knights were on Sunday against the Sharks. That explains why the Golden Knights kind of lost some of their energy throughout the game, right? Golden Knights got tired and the Sharks got back into it. So credit the Sharks for doing a good job at climbing back. And they've been the comeback kids. Uh, they overcame a four-goal deficit against the Red Wings on Thursday. So after the Sharks started 0-10-1, I think they're like 8-7-1. Tony had a good stat on Friday's show talking about it, but... Basically, the Sharks have been playing 500 hockey. When you factor the start, 
that's not so bad. All right, folks, coming up next, we are going to take a look at the week ahead for the Golden Knights. Golden Knights finally got some time to breathe. Don't go away. A new NHL season brings all sorts of possibilities. Eichel could score 50 goals. Tony, there you go. Eichel could score 50 goals. The Golden Knights could hoist the Stanley Cup again. And you can win big by playing daily fantasy hockey on Sleeper, the official daily fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network. Sleeper is our number one choice for daily fantasy sports and especially daily fantasy hockey. Because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in daily fantasy contest what players would you take this week to win 100 times your money fans can also play daily fantasy nfl nba mlb college football on sleeper you can make your entries in under one minute all you have to do is pick whether studs like carlson or marjasso or eichel will record more or less than their sleeper projections for things like goals assists saves plus, minus, and more in a given game. To win 100 times your bet on Sleeper, you need to correctly predict the outcome of eight player stats. You heard me, Golden Knight fans. You can win 100 times your money playing daily fantasy hockey with Sleeper. So start paying attention and nail your picks so you can start winning big. Use promo code LOCKEDONNHL. You'll get $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code locked on NHL. See sleepers terms of use for details and locational availability. All right. Again, Tony wanted a little break there. So I get my little break to drink a little coffee there between segments. All right. Welcome back Vegas golden Knight fans. Chris Golick, TD Chris G on Twitter, X, whatever the cool kids are calling it these days. Tony is out for Monday's show and maybe Tuesday's show. We'll say Tony was out for precautionary measures today, and uh, we'll see if uh, he can make the quick turnaround for Tuesday's show. Uh, just want to take one more second to remind everybody, Lockdown has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Lockdown Sports Today is where you hit is here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Lockdown, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Lockdown Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first-ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. All right, everybody. So the Golden Knights, they only got a three-game week. It's only a three-game week coming up. That's certainly a welcome news for a the Golden Knights, and definitely Braden McNabb, who doesn't like playing a lot of games in a short amount of time. Uh, and, of course, the rest of the Golden Knights can get some rest. Uh, Golden Knights will not be having any type of organized skate today, Monday. Uh, they'll be back on the ice for a pregame skate Tuesday when they take on the Flames. Um, I would anticipate, I don't know if they're going to take a day off on Wednesday, but there will definitely be a practice day sometime this week. And then, obviously, the skate before the Sabres and Senators games over the weekend. So taking a quick look, the Golden Knights can really do a good job piling on the points. Golden Knights start with the game Tuesday, tomorrow evening against the Flames. Bad pun, but it's reality. The Flames are kind of a dumpster fire right now as they're stuck in transition of players wanting to be traded out 
as they're waiting for some of their prospects, you know, from, you know, within the Wranglers organization, that's their AHL team, just to kind of start to blossom, so to speak. Flames are fifth overall in the Pacific, 11-13-3. Golden Knights have had really good, if Chris was here, he'd tell you about it, my son. The Golden Knights have had really good success against the Flames in T-Mobile Arena. A couple days off, and then Alex Tuck and the Buffalo Sabres come to town. Uh, Alex Tuck, also a uh, new father. So congrats to Alex Tuck and family. Hope everyone is healthy, along with uh, the Amadio family, too. Uh, Tuck is going to have some juice coming to Vegas. It's always nice. Tuck doesn't look at himself as the villain by any means, but Tuck's always appreciated every time he comes back to Vegas. No one has anything bad to say about Alex Tuck. And you always want to stick it to your team, your former teammates. That's just how it goes. That's the friendly ribbing of being a professional athlete. Uh, the reality for the Buffalo Sabres, though, it's not going the way Sabres fans would have hoped. I mean, the Sabres are 11, 14, and 3, so they're kind of middling. Seventh overall in a, what's a very tough Atlantic division all of a sudden, 25 points. So, again, speaking of players want to take it to their former teams, of course, Jack Eichel will probably have a little extra juice as these two teams do face off Sunday, Ottawa senators come to town. It's going to be a five o'clock start. That'll be the last home game for the golden Knights before uh, the, before Christmas, the golden Knights will have a road trip the following week where uh, it'll be down in Florida. I'll let, I'll, I'll let Tony talk about that later, but back to these senators, 11 and 11 on the season. No nope, games made it to overtime or at least no overtime losses is a better way to say that. So, I don't know. The Golden Knights can wind up taking a six-game winning streak on the road as they go to Carolina, Tampa, and Florida the following week. Um, probably should have said this earlier. Very nice pregame moment of can never find the right words, but moment of remembrance for the terrible tragedy that happened in UNLV. It's unfortunate, but now we can add UNLV strong to Vegas strong and the growing list of just terrible things that are happening around our city. It's and it's not just a Vegas thing, unfortunately. This is something that I really hope one day we can just not have to talk about and be with all these terrible things happening. So Golden Knights reminding the entire city that they are there to support and do whatever they can as citizens of Southern Nevada to be there for their fellow they're fellow humans, I guess. I don't know. I'm rambling. I don't have the right words to say. I just wish this nonsense would stop. All right. So looking ahead, Locked On, you can check us out Monday through Friday, anywhere you can see and hear your podcasts and on YouTube. That's Monday through Friday, me and Tony doing our thing. And then Saturday, me and Chris doing the Chris and Chris show, my nine-year-old hockey playing son who's learned how to talk back to his father, but we have a good time on the Saturday show. So please make sure to check that out. All right, guys, have a wonderful afternoon. We have a wonderful day. I appreciate you guys taking some time. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next time on Locked On Vegas Golden Knights.